Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for your word, for your presence, and for your power. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. I humble myself before you. Bring us closer and closer to you and take us deeper and deeper in your power, in your presence, and in your glory. And in you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, I said I was watching a video today and Keziah was singing a solo. Then when she started to sing the solo, I mean about maybe 30% into the solo, the, the people started to sing. Then she stopped singing. They sang to the end. Yeah, it's like the people, they were singing with her. But at a point, they were so loud that she stopped to sing. <laughs> she stopped. I, I, they got to where the beat, beats play, but there's no music. Do you see it? Then I think she forgot herself that she's the one. She's the soloist. Do you get it? They sang to the end. Do you get it? So that's where we want to get to. Amen. And we cannot get there unless we learn and we give ourselves to it. Amen. Well, tonight, I want to continue a discussion we started last um, Wednesday. Is that not so? I said I'm sharing with you from the book, Going Deeper and Doing More. Do you get it? These are times... Times of the anointing, going deeper and doing more. Then what? Oh, how I love you, and I delight in you. You're my special treasure, my treasure indeed. That's right. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I feel you. And all of your glory, I can get enough of you. I want to touch you, yeah. And enjoy you, yeah. So we are trying to go deeper with the Lord. Amen. Good. So we started last Wednesday, and I said we read from two nine is two nines. Is that not so? We read from where two nines two nine is two nines. Is that not so? So First Corinthians chapter number two, verse number nine. Okay, I gave you the way to remember it. Just two nine is two nines. That's all. Okay, it says, I, but it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them 
that love him. So God has things that you have not even thought of prepared for you because you love him. Eyes have not seen before. The type of phone God wants you to have, eye has not seen before. The type of life he wants you to have, eye has not seen before. Ear has not heard before. It hasn't entered anybody's heart before. Amen. Verse 10. It says, But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. So what it means is that these nice things that God has for us, they are among his deep things. Amen. Amen. They are amongst his deep things. So until we go deep with God, we won't see these things. The reason why we are not seeing and enjoying these things is is because we are not going, we are not pressing to go deep with God. Amen. Amen. The Bible says those who do business in great seas, they go in ships into great seas. They see the wonders of the Lord. Please put it up. We used it last week. They that do business, they get into ships and they go far into the sea to do their activities. They that go down to the sea in ships, that do business in great waters, 24, they see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. So for us to enjoy God's wonders, we have to come into the deep. Being on shallow ground denies us the opportunity to enjoy the wonders of the Lord. But may we go deeper to enjoy the wonders of the Lord. Amen. Say a nicer amen. And I showed you, I used the, 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 the story of the tabernacle, Moses' tabernacle, to explain to us what the journey is. God wants us to come to where he is, where his presence is, where his power is, where his glory is. That's where he wants us to come to. And a look at the tabernacle shows us that you can be at different places. We read from Hebrews, you can be at different places in your walk with God. Unbelievers, they stay totally outside the walls of the tabernacle. They don't even come within the court, what we call the outer court. Today, I'm not going to go inside deep. If you want to understand the tabernacle, go and listen to last Wednesday's message. I went into it, I tackled it here, there, here, there. But you can be outside. Please, if you have the picture, put it up. You can be outside the walls. Do you see it? Then you can come before you put this. This one, you are just tempting us to go into details. Put the over a drone shot. Uh-huh. So you can be outside the wall. Do you get it? That's an unbeliever. You are not a child of God. But when you are a child of God, now you have access to come into the court where they do the sacrifice and then they, they also have forgiveness of sin because after the sacrifice, you go and wash the, the blood. You have the sacrifice on the table of 
sacrifice, then you go to the laver where you go and wash your hands there. And there, you are washing away your sins and also seeing yourself because the labor was made of broken glasses. The Bible says the looking glasses of the women, which is the mirror. So it was made of mirrors. So as you are washing, even water without a mirror, when you, are, you burn it, you see yourself. How much more if there's a mirror under? Do you get it? Then from there, you can go out. That was the story of the general people at the time. But then the priest go inside in what we call the the inner court. They go inside the tabernacle. Now you can bring your, uh you are making progress, but bring the one you brought before this one. I'll give you toffee when we get home. Yes. (laughs) What a shock. Do you see? But the priests were allowed to come here. So as you are becoming serious in your walk with Christ, you now don't only come and make yourself, give your offering on Sunday, pray for forgiveness of sin, and go home. But now you can come here into what we call the inner court. Now the inner court, like I told you, had what? The candle light, the seven candlestick, the table of shoe bread, and the altar of incense. You can see one, two, three over there. Can you see it? Today's pictures are giving us a better, they are forcing us to go into details that we didn't want to go to. Do you get it? And I said the candlelight represents the presence of the, because there's no light in this place. It's total darkness. So the candle is what provides light for you to see here. And that's the presence of the Holy Spirit, the guidance and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Then the table, the, the table of shoe bread had bread, a type of bread called shoe bread. You have Portuguese rolls. Um, what are that rolls? Amakwenya. Um, yeah, garlic rolls. Uh-huh. A type of bread is called the shoe bread, which represented the word of God. The word of God. So, the word of God. And then the altar of incense is incense represents prayer that we bend to God. So, as you become serious with, with your Christian life and with yourself, now these three things become regular in your life. And the priest used to go there every day. This is where Zachariah was. When the angel appeared to him and said, you are going to have John the Baptist. To be. If he wasn't here, his breakthrough would have left. Many of us, maybe we are not seeing our breakthrough because we don't come here often. May today be the end of that, that drought. So you come, you take the shoe bread. That, that's when the priests are there. They are there the whole day. So what do they eat? The shoe bread. They come and replace the shoe bread, and they eat the shoe bread. Then they burn incense all the time, and the Holy Spirit gives them direction. But you would have thought that if somebody is here every day, we would say it's a good Christian. Is that not so? But God says that what I have for you, eye has not seen, ear has not heard. It hasn't entered anybody's heart. It's greater than this one. I want you to even come deeper. I have more for you. May you experience God more and more. So it says, instead of just being here, flow prayer and, and, and come to listen to one camp and everything, listening to a camp all night prayer, flow prayer and all these things, I want you to come even deeper, 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 deeper. Which introduces us to the new place, which is called the Holy of Holies. Please, you brought a nice picture with Moses standing there. Yes. And I said, in the, in, the, in the Holy of Holies, you had the ark of God overshadowed by the cherubims and the, the mercy seat, and then overshadowed by the cherubims and the seraphims. 
Is that not so? And inside, we had that pot that had Aaron's rod that barred it. The rod, the stick is, is not connected to the ground, but it's still growing. It's still alive. It still has leaves on it. Do you see? Aaron's rod that barred it. Then the manna that God fed them in the wilderness. And then there's the third thing. I've just forgotten about it. The Ten Commandments. The commandments of God. Do you see? And here, this place at the mercy seat, you have the presence of God, the glory of God, and the power of God. The presence was so strong. If you can find us another picture of the inner court from above, you, what the Bible said, that the presence was so strong that it provided light above like outside, the, when you look at the tent from outside, the glory of God was over that particular place. That's where God is trying to bring all of us. That's where he's bringing us. Now let's come, come, come. That's where I want to take you. You can't just be a nominal. Remember we have described four types of people, unbelievers who are way outside there. Normal Christians, Sunday offering forgiveness of sin, go home. A little message go home, Sunday offering, because you must be giving them uh, 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 some word for them to come and give you their offering. Do you see? Then go home. But there's a deeper one. There's a deeper one where it's now more personal where you come. Then now you go even deeper. May we reach the Holy of Holies. Jesus died for us to have access to the Holy of Holies. Hallelujah. Psalm 42. So today, Today, I said we want to look at what? How God takes you deeper. Psalm 42. Psalm 42, I want to read maybe verse 5, 6. We'll come to this, but let's start from 6, 5, 6. It says, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in the Lord, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Verse 6. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hamonites from the hill Mizar. Next verse. This is what we are looking at. It says, Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water sprout. All thy waves and thy billows have gone over me. Amen. In this piece of scripture, David is saying, this very verse, just focus on this verse. The first two verses, he's talking about how he was feeling and where he's calling God from. Do you get it? And then he says, deep calls unto deep. A deep person calls unto a deep God. Deep calleth unto deep, deep, deep. At the noise of thy water sprout, you can already see that he's talking about deep waters, where the waters even make noise. You see, says deep is calling unto thee at the noise of thy water, and all thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. He said, "Where I am, the waves are higher than me; they all fall over me. I'm so deep that when there's a wave, the wave goes over me. When there's a billow, the billow goes over me." We go to the beach. We are at places when the wave comes. It comes. My wife is an expert at beach. I want to learn from her. She sits at the shore where the water doesn't reach. That's all. 
Last time we went to the beach, same. It's as simple as that. When you say she's gone to the beach, this is what it means. Yeah, master. If she's sitting here, the sea comes here, she will move to the next shore. This place has become part of the sea. She's gone to another shore. Simple. (laughs) Even if the shore is the parking, she will be at the parking. No stress. Those of us who go into the water, we go to a place that when the wave comes, it's so low, it hits our leg. Even our socks doesn't get wet. But God is not talking about these type of swimmers. That you got the wave come to your knee. No, it comes to your waist. No, you are still not deep enough. Many of us, when we say we go and swim, we are at waist level. Waist level. And, and David is saying that, no, 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 no. Your waves and your billows, they, they have gone over me. They've gone over me. I'm inside, deep. Some of us show that level. No, God, God says, show that level you can come. Up. Remember the scripture in Ezekiel. The water came here, then came here. Yes. Shoulder level is still not enough. I still have more. You think you are enjoying at shoulder level because when you look at my wife and then the knee level people, you think that, oh, they are only eating sand, people's sports shoes, a cavella that was bought in 2001. It has come to one foot, left foot, not even right foot, left foot has come to reach the person, and the person is swimming. No, just realize that there's a cavella in the mouth. No, then you are laughing at them. But God says, you where you are, there's even a better place. There's a place you can be where all the waves are over you. The waves are over you. Come deeper in me so that my waves will go over you. May this thing come to pass in our lives. May we say one day that I got to the place where the waves were over me. Hallelujah. Now, how does God take us deeper in him? How does God take us deeper in him? Number one, God takes us deeper. God takes you deeper through your hunger and your thirst for more. Through what? Your hunger and your thirst for more, for more. Matthew 5 says, Jesus said, Blessed are they which they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. Blessed are those who want to be filled. Blessed are those who come to church early. No, blessed those who have a hunger and a thirst. For righteousness. They are the people who are filled. People don't drink water because you give them water. They drink water because they are thirsty. We have heard over and over that water is life. But we still don't drink water. Even those of you carrying six liter bottles around, you don't drink it. Carrying six liter with lines one o'clock, drink this, two o'clock, drink that. One day I saw somebody carrying one uh, recently. So I asked the person, what is this? So it's to help you drink water. I said, oh, good idea. So what are the lines? So the times you must drink the water. I said, does he have an alarm to ring to tell you that it's time to drink the water? 
It's like you are just carrying the. It's a good idea. If it works for you, star, you have something like that. Né? You have a jerry can or a gallon which you carry around. It's like a, a lady's handbag. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Jojo tank. You have a Jojo tank which you carry around. But you realize that for many of us, we still don't drink it. How many of you carry it around? You take it to work and then you bring it back home. Yeah, but when you were going, you were the reason why you filled it that you were determined or determined to drink it. But you take it to work. Sometimes even you take three days ago water back to work. You put mint, cucumber, lemon, all these things, strawberry, everything inside. You still don't drink it. Meanwhile, the watch is not working. They can't coordinate their time. Meanwhile, we know that water is good. If you drink it, it takes away dehydration. It allows detoxing of some impurities that are inside of us. And we all know, we, look, we wish that we could drink the water. Me, if you ask me, anytime I, I, I see my wife's medical things and it comes, I say, I wish I could drink it, but, but, but when you are thirsty, I say, when you are thirsty, when you come in, you can't wait to get the water. When you take the water, you drink it like water is going extinct. You even ask for more. More water, please. More water. Because why? You are thirsty. When it comes to God, it's also like that. If you are not thirsty, you can't drink. You'll be by a good supply of the things of God. Good supply of the word of God. Good atmosphere for prayer. Good time to know God, good worship, good everything, but you will not drink because you are not thirsty. When you are not hungry, you can't eat. Look, even those of you who eat for fun, there's a certain point beyond which you can eat. May poverty be taken out of your life so that you can experience. When I say that there's a certain point that you cannot eat. You just don't feel like. Why? Because you are not hungry. Sometimes we eat because of survival. We know to, tonight there, must, there might not be food. So if the food has brought itself, let's eat it. I didn't tell Lady Pastor Yvonne to bring this food back. If she has brought although I've eaten already, let me eat because later in the evening... You never know. You never know. Uh But I'm not talking about that state. I'm talking about the state where when, look, what to eat is not a headache. When to eat is not a headache. That's where you realize that you only eat when you are hungry. Or you only eat what you want to eat. Like what you feel like eating in that particular day. That's what you eat. Not that they brought a bowl. Have you not eaten something that as soon as you finish eating, then something else came and you wish you did, you had not eaten? Yeah, you wish you had not eaten. And many of you are coming, you will get to a stage where your stomach can only take one meal. 
Yeah, when you finish eating, it's like the opportunity to eat is gone, unless tomorrow. Now, this doesn't apply to Pastor Priscilla, but anyway. You just have one chance to eat. May God bring you to a good place where you eat what you want to eat, when you want to eat it. But I'm saying that when you are not hungry, but when you are hungry, oh, Bible says that to a hungry man, everything is nice. Even when the food is not nice, once you are hungry, sometimes we are so hungry, usually happens to us on Sundays. By the time we get home, we have starved from morning till night. We can eat, you look, you eat you about 90% into the food. Before now, you start tasting the food. That's when you realize that, oh, where is the salt? And this one brings marital problems because you have eaten all the food. You are now saying that there's no salt. There is no salt. The only thing is that the first part of the eating, I was hungry. So I was trying to fill my stomach first. But now that I'm okay, I'm beginning to taste the food. That's how it is. If you are hungry for God, you would realize that anything that you are served is nice to you. It's exciting to you. You want to grab more. You want to eat. You are eating. You'll be eating left hand, right hand. All of them at the same time. Because you have, you have a hunger. That's why it says, did that hunger and thirst for right. They are the ones who will be filled. Without a hunger and a thirst, you cannot have more of God. No, no, no. You cannot. You cannot have more of God. You cannot. You cannot know God better. You cannot go deeper in the things of God. Without a desire. Hunger and thirst basically refer to a desire. A desire. When you come, you see, hunger is one thing. Thirst is one thing. When you put them together, it, it, it forms the word desire. Desire. Without a desire, a yearning for God. You cannot have more of God. Some of us are satisfied at where we are. There's no hunger in us for more. No, no, no. When you come to church and we are thinking, more of you, more of you, more of you, Jesus, more of you. You'll be standing there, but what? Why are they being dramatic? I want more of you. Jesus, I want more of you. The more I know you, the more I want to know you. Jesus, more. But if you, if you, if you, if you don't have a hunger, you just, uh, you guys, you like drama. Uh, just carry on preaching. And let's go. Even the singing, you see that you can't even, you don't even remember the words. Just carry on so that we, that's, there's, there's, there's no hunger. There's no thirst. Rather, we have a hunger for other things. But God wants to draw us deeper. And he's relying on our thirst and our hunger for him. Psalm 63. Psalm 63. Or even the psalm we were at at the beginning. Psalm 42. It says, As the deer panteth for the water brook, so my soul 
hunted after you. He says, as the deer longs for the water. How many, how, how many of us long for God? That we long for God. Like um, I have a longing, I have a desire. I want to see God. I want more of God. Said, As the deer pants after the water brook, so my soul longs after you. My soul is panting after you. I have a great desire for you. And I, the only thing I can compare it to is the hunger that is in the, 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 the deer of the heart. That's the only thing I can compare it. The heart is so thirsty that it's going to the water. And that's where all the animals that want to eat heart stick. That's where they are. And it's not like the, the deer doesn't know that the lion is there, the crocodile is inside. As for crocodile, there is weak, it's hiding in the water, waiting for the deer to come and have a drink. And he has planned on his menu that. Today, he has promised all his friends, today, we are eating deer steak. I'm taking you out for deer steak. And the deer is there. He knows that. Who told you the deer doesn't know the crocodile is in the water? He knows that the crocodile is in the water. Apart from the danger of the water, he knows that the lion is lurking around. Look, everybody has come for shopping. And all of them. He is the dinner. Surprisingly, the deer is the one everybody wants to eat. Yeah. They all want to eat the deer. But the deer longs for God so much like water. So it's like he's going there in the peril, in the danger. He's still going to drink water. Yeah. How many of us will long for God? He said, I long for you like... Next verse, next verse, next verse. Verse 2. Verse 2. Get Psalm 63, right? He said, My soul tested for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? He said, I'm looking for God. So when will I get a chance to appear before God? When will I get? It, you can't say these things if you don't have a burning, a hunger, a burning desire inside of you for God. Sunday is too far. He's asking, when, can, when will I get a chance to appear before God? When? I have to wait on Sunday. No, 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 no. It's too far. It's too far. Pastor, can't we have another service on Monday and on Tuesday? Okay, Pastor, what are you doing on Mondays? What, what, what at all are you doing on Monday? You are tired from Sunday. By 10 o'clock, have you not finished resting? Can't we have another service? I mean, how long will you rest? Okay, how about the people who wake up in the morning and go to work after they've been with you in the church the whole Sunday? They go to work at 7 o'clock. So, Pastor, let's have another service on Monday, please. I, next, you say when Wednesday, it's too far. It's too far. It's a, when shall I appear? Before when? When shall I appear? A, my soul tested for God, for the living God. Psalm sixty-three. I'm talking about a test and a hunger for God. One of the things you should pray about is, Lord, create a test and a hunger in me for you. Oh God, thou art my God. Early in the morning, early will I seek thee. My soul tested for thee. My flesh longed for thee in a dry and testy land where there is no water. He said, look, I am thirsty for 
for you. My soul, my flesh longeth for thee like in a dry and a thirsty land. In a dry and a thirsty land. In a dry and a thirsty land. That's how much I want you. Like my soul is hungry for you. Like I'm living in a dry and a thirsty land. Yeah, we had a song like that. We test for you. We test for you. Something like that. Then what again? In a dry and testy land. Da, 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 we test for you. We long for you. Yeah. That we are thirsty for God like we are in a dry and testy land. That my soul is longing for you. It's thirsty for you. Like in a dry and testy land. That's how much you must, if you want to get into the deep, that's how much you must be longing for God. That's how much you must be longing and testing for God. That's where God, if you see somebody achieve or go deeper with God, it means their level of hunger and test has changed. Yeah. Until there's a change in your hunger and your test, you are going on, you'll be at the same place or probably even regress. Yeah. Until the test, until I want to know God more. I want to pray more. A burning desire for God. And the way you express it is through praying more or through reading the Bible more or through serving him more. Whichever way you want to express. That's why it is. They that hunger and test after righteousness. It means God's things. Righteousness means God's things. Many different. Somebody will just, like, I just have a test for the word of God. And I'm just, just reading the word of God. It's the way you are expressing that hunger. That's why when, as we are going home tonight, I mean, we are all not going to eat the same thing. I don't know what you are going to eat. I don't know what you are going to eat. But your meal is different from the person sitting next to you. Yeah, so I may, that hunger, I want to quench it with listening to messages. That test, you want to quench it by going into the presence of God and just worshiping. I want to be where you are, dwelling in your... That's how you want to quench But It's all a desire and a hunger for God. That's it. I, you want to go and read the book. It's like, hey, hey, what is this book that Bishop... Last week he said it, but I thought he was joking. You know, you know sometimes Bishop, he jokes on Wednesdays. But I thought he was joking. But today, they, no, no, no. I won't. Then you go and tell... You want to finish the book before even we wake up tomorrow. That's the hunger. That's the test. And that's how you are expressed. That's how you are feeling it. Somebody too will go home and just lie on their bed and start to sing worship songs to the Lord. That's how they want to, that's how they feel like quenching it today. Somebody will go and say, ah, I feel a burden for prayer. My God, my God, my God, my God. Nah, ta, 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 nay, papa. Okay, let me pray for five minutes. By the time I realize it's 5.30 in the morning, you have not gotten a chance to sleep. You have just, been. that's how you want to quench the test. But there must be a test. There must. There must be a test. Please come back to Psalm 63. Maybe there's something else there that will make us happy. Verse 2. How about verse 3? It says, to see. Verse 2. Hey! It says, to see thy power. It says, the test. Go back to verse 1. The test. And the, <laughs> the test. The longing of the flesh in a dry and testy land. Where there, there is no water. To see thy power. Power and thy glory. Yeah. 
So as I have seen thee in thy sanctuary. He said, to see your power, to experience your glory, to see your... That's why they say, one thing have I hungered and tested after, and that will I seek after, to dwell in the house of the Lord, to behold his beauty. Psalm 27, bring it up quickly. We'll come back here. Don't go far away. We'll come back here. He said, one thing have I desired, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days to to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. A desire. David said, this is the desire I have. It's only one thing. I don't want a lot of this. I I just want one thing that I will seek after. That's what I will seek after. What is it? So that I will be in the house of the Lord all the day to see the beauty. The same thing we are seeing in Psalm Psalm 63. To see that thing. To see that thing. Without a desire, you will not see these things. Without a desire for God, you will not see these things. Because it's not easy to see God's glory. Moses went to make a mistake, asked God, I want to see your glory. God said, you sure? You want to see me? See my glory? He said, you show me your glory. If you say, I found grace with you, show me your glory. God said, hey, you this guy, are you really serious? Do you know what will happen? If you see me, you will die. Moses said, I still want to see you. If, if I see you and I have died, I died seeing you. Cause of death, seeing God. God decided, okay, you let me have mercy on you. He said, okay, I'll pass by. But when I pass by, to start with, I'll hide you behind a rock. Because even the speed with which I'm passing, the speed can kill you. So go and hide behind a rock. But when I'm passing by, so that you don't die. I will use me, my own handle. I'll use it to cover your eyes. Yeah, to save your life. I'll use it to cover your eyes. And then I will pass. When I pass, then I'll remove my hand from your eyes. So that you can see my back. You can see my back. You can see my back. Psalm 37. You can see my back. Or Exodus 37, one of them. You can see my back. When, they, when, when, when Moses saw the back of God, he said, oh God, what? 33, 7, one of them. Yeah, there's a three, there's a seven somewhere. When, when, when he saw the back of God, he said, the Lord God, most gracious, most merciful. He started to give God words. Just the back of God. Oh, go forward. Let's find it. 13, I hear it's 13. Those who do these things must read the Bible so they know the Bible. It's not 13. Found grace, yes, it's going forward. Go, go, go a little more. This place we have I'm looking for what he said after he saw the Lord. Next verse. Next one. Next one. Next one. Aha. Go back, go back. He said, and I will proclaim, no, go back, go forward. Forward, 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 20, 21. 22. Oh, we have run away. Wherever it is, you'll find it. 
saw God, he said, hey, God is good, oh. That's what he said. God is really, really good. Let me show you. Since you want to see the scripture, I'll show you. It's not a problem. The scripture is not far away. It's just here. Yeah, we passed it, 17. It says, I will make my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. I will be gracious. No, this is not it. But we'll find it, wherever it is. It's 22. Please, they said 22. A lot of people are saying 22. No, it's not 22. You let's go on. Anybody who finds it, you tell us. Amos 8. Amos 8. Uh And he said, I will make my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim my name before, I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. I will be gracious unto whom I will be gracious. No, this is not a scripture. But we'll find it. Don't worry. We'll find it. I'll show you. Amos 8 verse 1. It says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a test of water, but what? Of hearing the words of the Lord. So there can be a famine in the land, which is an absence, not absence of bread, because usually these are the things we have a desire for. Bread, water, what we eat, what we drink. That's what we have a test and a hunger for. But God says a time is going to come. The hunger will be hearing. You have to have a hunger for hearing the word of God. A hunger for hearing the word of God. A test for the word. The presence of God. The feeling of God. You have to be able to come because fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this testing of my soul. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Feel it up. But you are never hungry. You are always hungry for pap. Always. Always hungry for pap. Always hungry for pap. Pap and voice. Pap and voice. Always hungry for pap. Always hungry for voice. Always hungry for rice. Always hungry for jollof. Always hungry for uh, what's the one they wanted in Stellenbosch? We have gone to Stellenbosch. We have gone to Stellenbosch with white people. The whole place is white. Somebody is asking for Ngloggo. At the airport. Oh! Jacket, Jacket, and Jacket, and Ngloggo. Yes. I mean, at the airport. At least wait till we get to Kailicha. Wait till let's get to Kailicha. At the airport, you are asking for Jekka and... Do, do we eat Jekka with Glogo? Yes, Jekka and Glogo. I mean, how? As though they said there's no Jekka here. The people could... Uh, when we got to Stellenbosch, we have been driving all the way from the airport. You didn't ask where are we going to find the uh, Glogo... When we have passed Kanyanga, we have passed Kailicha, now we are in Stellenbosch. 
Only white people, even when you speak English, it's, 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 it's because everybody is speaking Africans and white people, real white people. You are not asking for, as soon as they heard there's a taxi rank, they said, where is the, the where is the, <laughs> I said to myself, my people, please, please, we are far from home. We are far from home. We are far from home. But it's time. Have I turned off my own? It's time to be thirsty and hungry for God. For God. For God. That's how God uses it to draw us. To draw us. It's one of the prayers you should pray for. The Lord, give me a thirst and a hunger for you. Make me hungry for you. Make me thirsty for you. It's what? 34, what does it say? 34, what? 5, 34, 5. They say 34, 5. Let's see what it says. And the Lord descended, stood in a cloud and proclaimed his name. Next verse. And Moses, and the Lord passed and proclaimed his name. Proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God. This is what I'm looking Merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Just his back home. His back alone. These are the accolades coming from his back. Keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the children's children, even unto the third and the fourth generation. Yeah. When people deal unjustly or unjustly, God has a way of dealing four generations. Yeah. Never be a wicked person. Because God also keeps mercy for generations. Sometimes you are doing things, nothing bad is happening to you. You are enjoying your grandmother's mercy. Yeah. The mercy your grandmother has gotten is spreading over. If it was your children's children who did something like that, straight punishment. Because maybe it has expired by them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you the truth. I mean, I know some of my pastors, the way they were bad. One day I was thinking of one of my pastors, the way he, 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 he has been bad. And I was thinking, how can such a person become a pastor? Then one day I heard that. I said, how can such a person become a pastor? Considering how reckless he has been, chambering and living wantonly. I said, chambering and living wantonly. It's not Greek, it's not tongues, it's English from the Bible. Tell your neighbor, chambering and living wantonly. So I used to ask, how can such a person be a pastor? Later one day I heard that his grandfather built a church. Then I understood why. That day, I, 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 I withdrew all my weapons. His grandfather built a church. I said, ah, there's a generational blessing upon this one. That's why he did all these things. But God found a way of bringing him 
back on travel. Paul said, seeing that we have this ministry, we have mercy. He said, because of the ministry, we have obtained mercy. He said, seeing that we have this ministry, we have obtained mercy. Yeah, his grandfather built a church. The church that is in his hometown is his grandfather who built it. Ha! How can God work? He said, because we have received mercy, we faint not. We never give up. It is never over, over for us. We are never down. So I saw that this guy was enjoying mercies from God, which is coming from his grandfather. 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 I tell you, we need to show some goodness to buy mercy for our children's children's children. Because you don't know what your children will do or your children's children will do or your children's children's children will do. My prayer is that my children will buy mercy for their children, their children's children, their children's children's children. But I can't control that. So what I can control is me buying mercy for them and for their children, for their children's children, four generations. You begin to say some of these things, they'll be wondering, how come you are so deep? There's a hunger and a thirst for God. Should I give you one more scripture on this? John 7. John 7. John 7. I close with this scripture, perhaps. John chapter 7. Verse 37. The Bible says, and Jesus, on the last day of the feast, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Verse 38. He that believeth in me, as the scripture, the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Verse, verse, verse 38. Nine. But this he spake of the Spirit. This picky of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, but that Jesus, because Jesus was not yet glorified. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. And he says, to get the Holy Spirit, to get the presence of God, the Spirit of God. He says, come unto me all who are hungry and thirsty and drink. And when you drink, out of your belly will begin to flow rivers of living waters. Maybe we have never, yeah, you become the source of water, the source of life to everybody. Maybe the reason why we have never enjoyed a certain level of presence, a certain level of glory, a certain, a certain power from God, is an absence of hunger and thirst. A certain level of thirst and hunger and desire. Desire, let me tell you this last, this is just by the way, it's bonus. When you read the book, you won't see it there. It's just bonus. Desire helps God to fulfill his plan for your life. Yeah. God said to Adam, when he created Adam, be fruitful, multiply, this that replenish the earth, fill the earth. This is before sin came into man. He gave man a project, fill the earth. Fill what? The earth. Then when man sin, now man knows evil. 
And God was punishing him, and God, God knew that if these guys, are, as I'm punishing them, they won't do what I've asked them to do. I'm punishing them for their own sin, but they won't do what I've asked them to do. So I'm going to, in addition to the curse, I'm going to put a curse that will make them do what I've asked. So he told the woman, in conception, go to Genesis 3, you will bring forth in difficulty, and your desire shall be after the man. And he will rule over you. He said, thy desire shall be after them. I think verse 24 there, about 23, 24 there. About. You will have a desire for a man. Yeah. Please try, we are waiting for you. You have a desire for the man. You have an unquenchable desire for the man. And then he will rule, thy desire shall be after thy husband. And he shall rule over you. As part of the punishment. Because without this, eh, no woman will want to have anything to do with a man. No, 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 no. That's why you see, you see a very powerful girl. She will go and follow a foolish boy. The curse is strong. Look, you can even be the CEO. He wants, she wants a man. Yeah, scripture must be fulfilled. She wants a man. Yeah. You try telling a girl to leave a guy and see. Perhaps it's the most difficult instruction you can ever give to a guy. Look, you can see from where you are standing that this is a dead end. She's there till they die at the end. You said it's a what? Dead end. Then we will die at the end. All of them. One day we were at a meeting then. um, Somebody, the preacher was talking about these, these things. Then there was a lady there who was saying, oh no, not me. I turned and I said, don't say that. I mean, you, you, I, I know you are lying. I didn't tell her that I know you are lying. I know you are lying. Don't say that. Then you make it difficult for us. The day God is bringing you somebody, then it becomes a problem. Then your words begin to work. Again. I said, don't say, I was sitting there not long ago. This is like, a, this brother, the way he's talking to me. I said, I said in my head, did you not say that? Uh, minus you. All of them liars. The curse is true. Look, this curse was not pronounced by Noah. It was not pronounced by David. Not by Moses. By Almighty. He called himself Almighty God. Strong. You go and see a girl in an abusive relationship. And advise her that leave. She will leave you. I said she will leave you and stay with the abusive guy. The, you have a shock of your life. The curse is strong. Sometimes you see, and then the curse is a twin curse. You will desire him and he will rule over you. So the, 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 the reward for getting him is for him to rule over you. So at your workplace, you are a madam. You tell the people what to do. And they all obey. When you come, he says, What's Allah? Go and bring me this. Then you go. You go and bring it. The case is strong. 
care. You say, Wozala, Wozala. Their curse is strong. I'm telling you. Look, you can see that this is a foolish guy. Sometimes even you know that he's a foolish guy before you chose him. You were, you were in class with him. He can't add. He can't pass exams without cheating. He, can't, he doesn't study. He, even when he's cheating, he can't cheat correctly. I'm telling you. But still, the case is strong. Because God knows that if I don't put such a strong case, why, why is the case strong? Because it has to do with desire. If I don't put a case with something linked with the desire so that the, 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 the vessel that I will use to replenish the, the earth will gravitate towards the man so that they will reproduce and replenish the earth. The earth will finish. It will finish with Adam and Eve. It will end. I'm sure if he hadn't put the curse there, as soon as they left the garden, they'll be blaming. You see, you brought the, um, you brought this problem. You know, I was sitting somewhere. I didn't have anything to do with the devil. Then why were you WhatsApping the devil? You have been WhatsApping the devil back and forth. When the devil asked you for your number, why did you give it to him? Now look at the problem you have gone to go your way. I want to go, and they would have gone their separate ways. Perhaps a lion would have, uh, an unbeliever lion would have caught Adam, eating Adam, and then the world has ended. But God said, hey, you think I'm a fool? I will show you that I'm wiser than you. I'm going to put a desire in you that will make you keep following the guy, following the guy, following the guy to fill the earth. You see that when it rains, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's an insect that comes that flies towards the light. Do you know that as soon as they touch the light, they will die? When they go to the, the light is what will kill them. But they still want to go to the light. That's how strong the case is. So God needs you to desire righteous things. So that he can use you to fulfill his plan for your life. He needs that desire as a hook to pull you along. Without that desire, you will be going opposite God. Desire for prayer, desire for the presence of God, desire for the house of God, desire for souls to be saved, desire for... Many of us, when it comes to, we desire different things. It's all under food, but we desire different things. Somebody has a strong desire for prayer. Take up prayer and pray for the church, that the church will be established, laborers will come in the church, the church will grow, more souls will be saved. Yeah. Some of you have a desire for souls. To be saved. Get to it. That's what God is using to bring you into your greatness. And bring you into his glory. Into his presence and into his power. If you don't stir it up. Stir up that desire. Rather just a desire for a boy. Desire for a girl. Desire for money. Desire for connections. Desire for a job. That's all we have. Oh why? Why oh why superfly? Why? That's all you desire. I just want to get married. And wear a ring and be called Mrs. Golden Sticks and then that's it. Oh, is that all? Is that all? Is that all? This is the reason why when people marry, they just 
cool off. Because that's all you had desire for, to wear a white wedding dress and let the guy come and stand and say, I do solemnly declare. That was the desire. That was it. That was the greatest desire of your life. You just be called Mrs. Frankenstein. And then that's it. So it's like you've made it in life. Somebody found a beloved. He said, I've made it in life. Didn't go to work for three days. Three solid days. I don't know with pay or without pay, but three days. I've made it. I'll die. It's a dead end. We'll die at the end. Dead end means what? We'll die at the end. Okay. But may God stir up a desire in you for righteousness so that you will be filled. Stand to your feet. Let's just pray right now. Stand to your feet. Pray. A desire. God is taking us deeper. God is taking us deeper. Begin to talk to God and say, Lord, give me a desire for you. A desire for you. A desire for you, Lord. A desire for you, A desire for you. A hunger and a thirst for you, Lord. A hunger and a thirst for you. 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 A hunger a first give us a hunger and a test of God. A hunger for your presence, for your glory, for your power, to know you, to love you, to love you. A hunger and a first. A man with a desire, a man with a desire, a man, may I not be a eunuch in your palace, a man, may I be a man filled with desire, filled with hunger, filled with thirst for you, Lord, for you, Lord, for you, Lord, for fellowship with you. For interaction with you, for you, O oh God, for you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mandola basom payalatas, kemoloso tiyalabasa, tepota tayo se payala, randolo bosabiyala. Lord, a hunger and a desire, a hunger and a desire. My God, my God. Na papa payalas, ne pota molataya, randolo bosini payolata, payoloso timarala, randala ba 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 ba, brombe 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 brombe, na toma yalobasi, pilando tayende kayana tepa kaya, repo sabose tayelo sabada. 
Stir up a hunger in me, Lord. A hunger in me and a thirst for you, Lord. Let my soul long after you as the deer panted for the waterproof. Let my soul long after you. Let me seek and test after you in a dry and testy land.
My God, my God, my God. Things have left us dry, Lord. Anything's have left us dry, Lord. Stay up hunger for you, Lord. For the water that comes from your spirit. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God, my God. Let Take away the emptiness. Take away the shallowness. And draw us deeper and deeper in you. Deeper and deeper in you. Deeper and deeper in you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you, O God. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. Thank you. Lift your hands everywhere. Something is breaking in us. Something is breaking. Something is breaking. Something is breaking. God is here. God is here. He's working on every single one of us. He's working on every single one of us. Staring up a desire. A lost desire. Some of us have lost that desire. God is restoring it right now. He's restoring it right now. Healing is coming through. 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 Kaloma sepayola basa. Wealthliness is given up to the righteousness of God. Earthliness is given up to the influence of the Spirit. Na toma sepayola asa. Melo bayola sepayola asa. Mamo mama baba. From tonight you desire more of God. More of God, 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 more of God. Mama le mo tabayolas, tebo se bayolas, maso bayolas, ne toma sabayala. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We thank you. Fresh desire, fresh love, newfound joy for your presence, for your your word, your power, your glory, for the Holy Spirit, for righteous things, 
for righteous things. For righteous things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him right now. Thank him right now. Something new is happening to you right now. Something new. Something new. Something new. Something new new is happening. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. More of you. Less of us. More of you. And less of us. More of you. And less of us. More of you. More of you. More of you. More of you. Melo se pa se tolibas. More of you, Lord. More of you. He said, Come unto me, all ye that hunger and thirst after righteousness, and they shall be filled. You shall be filled. You shall be filled. Lord, we are coming. for a stirring in every heart that is represented here. Let this hunger not die. Let it draw us even closer and closer to you. Let it draw us deeper and deeper into you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you. I come before just you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Please forgive of me. All my sins. Of all my sins. I believe you died I for me. You died for me. And you rose again. And you rose again. I confess, I confess that Jesus, Jesus is the Lord of my is life. The Lord of my Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For dying to save. For dying to save. Amen. Amen. Why don't you appreciate the Lord with us? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.